Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning into the Nun Report. It's, uh, man, it's almost the end of the week, and it, this week it's just so much has gone on, and um, it seems like it's lasted forever. How about yesterday's show with Joshua Smith? That was very cool. Libertarian presidential candidate. He had a lot of cool things to say. We don't agree on everything, obviously, but um, but I, I think he believes in what he's doing and he's standing on principle and he's doing what he needs to do. I think that's cool. I think that we need more of that. Um, I'm going to put it together today's show. And, um, you know, it, it, it's I got angry. Uh, I got uh, sad and, um, and and frustrated too. I mean, kind of, all at the same time, today's show is going to revolve a lot around, well, Israel, and more than that, just the terrorist issue as a whole and the culture from which they come and the fact that they would rather have you dead than existing or coexisting with you. And it's important that we understand that. I don't think enough people understand that, so I'm going to try to bring that to light. I'm going to show some videos, too, that are some some are, some are disturbing, Uh no dead bodies or anything today, okay? I think I think we've all covered that. I think everybody has seen that. I think we all know the atrocities that have occurred and continue to occur. So we're not going to go there. I'm going to talk about our border a little bit again and also um, the economy, but not much. I mean, what's to say? They, they keep saying it's great and everybody knows it's not. So the, the, the Biden regime keeps spitting out the same lies and the public keeps saying you're full of shit so not really a lot needs to be said there. Anyway, I'm going to try not to get too down. I'm going to try to stay upbeat on this, and I'm going to try to keep moving forward and keep keep uh, keep the show engaging. But at the same time, man, there's some stuff, and, and it needs to be seen because if you don't see it, if you don't hear it, if you don't know what's going on, then how will you know how to respond and how will you know how evil it is unless you see evil in its face? And it is evil. Believe me, this is demonic, what is going on. These savages, what they're doing, what they're trying to accomplish, what they're doing in our country. Let's take a look at exactly what we're facing because I think it's important. It's extremely important to understand what it is that we're facing. It's not, this isn't just somebody who wants to fight you or who wants to take your land. This is somebody who wants to make you cease to exist unless you bow and take a knee to Allah. Okay? This is not like normal conflict, and they don't think in that way. You can't continue to address the same problem thinking from a civilized base or framework and mindset of negotiation because that is not where they're coming from. They don't even understand that. It's like speaking a foreign language to them. I said it before. If the terrorists laid down their arms, if Hamas laid down their arms, there would be peace. If Israel laid down their arms, every last man, woman, and child would be slaughtered and Israel would cease to exist. And it's important to understand that. And it's important to understand that this radicalized uh, Islam is spread throughout the globe. And to many countries, like France, for instance, much of Europe, in fact, they've allowed it to happen through mass, mass migration. And we're letting it happen right here in the United States through our southern border. I did a whole show on it earlier in the week. There are terrorists amongst us right now. The war is already here. Don't bow. Don't bow to terrorism. Okay? That's what they want. We're going to talk about that too. Of course, we'll talk about Iran and the war hawks like Lindsey Graham who just never seen a war he didn't like. He just wants to, he just wants to go to war everywhere. But before we go there, let's take a look at what we're really talking about and what we're up against because it's important to take these things, I think, in context. So I'm going to start off here. I've got quite a few clips. I'm going to start off with a video. It's a propaganda video that's put out. This was put out by Hamas. It shows uh, basically the intimidation and terror of Israeli hostages that they have. And this is what they do 
to terrorize people. They put out these videos, just like ISIS would put out videos of them beheading Westerners. Hamas is no different. They're animals, they're savages, they're evil demons that need to be exercised. Okay? So let's just take a look. They put this out. That's the language they speak. They do this to intimidate and to terrorize. And then they send these videos out to their family members if they know who they are. Here's, here's a little exchange that happened in New York. These people, they don't know even what they're... They're right here in this country, in the United States. Check this out. You're a liar. I want to trust you. I have to hate you as well. So the point is you won't have a conversation with me because I'm a Christian. No, I won't believe anything you say because you're a liar. You're a Christian as well. I hate you for the sake of Allah. You hate me for the sake of Allah. I hate you for the sake of Allah. All right. I hate you for the sake of Allah. Every Christian, I hate you all for the sake of Allah. Any Jew, any Christian, I hate you all for the sake of Allah. He hates me yes. for the sake of Allah. You hate these bastards and the other bastards. Would you kill me if you get a chance? If we're what, I would chop your head off. Yeah, Allah guys you. If we're fighting in war, am I supposed to let him kill me? I said if we are. No, 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 let's ask this again. Do you hate me? Yes, I hate you for the sake of Allah. Who taught you to hate me? Islam did. Islam. Islam is not a religion of peace, people. I said it earlier in the week that, you know, if it were, if it was this great religion of peace and the majority of, of Muslims were in fact peaceful and wanted to coexist and live peacefully amongst the earth with Christians and people of other faith and people of no faith so that we could all live here together, then they would be speaking out against the radical sector of the religion. If they don't speak out, then they condone it. The reason they don't speak out is I think most of them silently support it. They're not going to go out there and, and and, and risk their lives to go crazy and and, um, and 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 kill people, but or put on a, a vest of explosives. But they're perfectly happy when others do, and I think they're silently cheer them on for the most part. I don't know how you could come to any other conclusion. These are women in in Britain. They, there's a wall where they put up, uh, and, and I hope that most of you are watching on video, rumble.com slash the nun report, because if you're just, you're not going to get as much out of the show as you could if you were watching on video. So if you're just listening on one of the podcast channels or whatever, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report so you could check out the videos that I'm putting up. I think it's important to see what's going on. These are Muslim women. And on this wall in, in the UK are posters of missing Israelis. So, you know, missing Israelis, this is missing. If you hear anything about them, if you know where they are or whatever, please let us know. And it has contact information. This is what the Muslim women are doing. Outrageous. Tearing them down. This is fucking outrageous. Yeah, it's fucking outrageous. You're right. And then probably the most disturbing uh, video I came across today, and this includes, I mean, there's a lot of disturbing video out there right now. And thank you, Elon and X, for allowing the information to flow. And um, because you're the only platform that is. Well, I mean, there's Telegram too. Of course, you can find a lot of stuff on Telegram if you want. But, uh, but X is really where a lot of information is flowing through. It's uh, stuff that would not have been visible on there pre-Elon, and it's stuff that you will not find on Facebook because they'll, they'll, they'll censor it. But this one was very disturbing. It, it, so these are kids. These are young Palestinian uh, children. And this is how they're being raised and what they think. And so you wonder, no, this is not 
a religion or a people of peace. They are raised from the time they're born to hate Christians, to hate Jews, and not just to hate them, but to kill them. And they're taught this from a very young age. Check this out. And again, if you're if you're not watching it on video, you really need to be check it out. بعلمونا إن الأقصى إلنا وإلنا يعني الحق يعني إلنا فلسطين والأراضي كلها إلنا لأنه لأنهم بسبب كذبهم وانتهاكاتهم إنهم يقولون إن الهيكل تحت المسجد الأقصى ولا مرة إنه يكون الهيكل تحت المسجد الأقصى أنا أقرأ اليهود بعلمونا إن الصهيونية هم أعدائنا وهم أهم إشي لازم يسووا فيهم عملية يعني انهم بيعلمونا بالمدرسه انهم ارهابيين و بيحكوا لنا عن اليهود انهم هدول مش مناح وهدول بقتلوا قاعدين بشبابنا بيحكوا لنا بيحكوا لنا هدول غدارين وبيحكوا لنا انه هدول بغدرونا هدول مش مناح اذا بد... بطعن بدعس عليهم اعمل عمليات الدعس عمليات الدعس عمليات الطعن والاشتباك المصالح في المخيمات ايش اكيد هدول العمليات ترفع الراس ولفلسطين العمليات هاي تاعت الدعس والسكاكين هاي ايش بيرفع الراس لفلسطين اذا بدك بطلع بستشهد عادي انا ان شاء الله اساعد الشباب وان شاء الله اصير مقاوم بالمستقبل مع الدوله الاسلاميه now if that's not disturbing to you uh... You better check your humanity card somewhere because I think you misplaced it. So uh, what I'm trying to get across to you and what I'm trying to demonstrate here is that this is not a religion of peace. These are not people of peace. These are people that would do you harm at the very first opportunity and they would start at a very young age. These are people that would just as soon rape your children, your wife, your daughters in front of you, kill them, and then kill you. So don't, don't give me this negotiation. Don't give me this peace talk bullshit. Don't give me this religion of peace crap. So they've, they've called for a, a state of jihad this Friday. So Friday the 13th, in fact, which is tomorrow. And this is, I've seen a lot of this out there on, on the social medias, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Twitter, whatever. Uh, this guy says, the leader of Hamas just called for a global day of jihad this Friday. Do not leave your homes that day unless there is an emergency. Avoid public transit. Avoid airplanes. Avoid public events. That's what I have to say to that. I will not live in fear. I will not cower. I will not back down. I will not cave in. If you decide to stay home or not go somewhere because you're fearful of some sort of not even known terror attack that might happen and probably won't but could, then you've already they've already won. They've already won. If you cave in, if you bow to their terrorism, because that's, this is how they terrorize. All right, they did this in, in, in Israel, and now they're saying we're going to do it globally, and you have idiots like this saying, okay, everybody stay home, go count. Don't go anywhere tomorrow because, man, you might get killed by a terrorist. You might. You might. You might get hit by a bus. You might have a heart attack. There's lots of things that could happen that would do harm to you. Is that going to stop you from living your life? You know what I'm doing tomorrow? I'm going out with my band. We're going to go play a show in Seattle at a very crowded venue in a very crowded part of town. And we're going to rock our asses off. We're going to go there and play with a band and we're going to rock it. We're going to melt some faces celebrating some music that we love off the soundtrack of singles. And then, you know what? I'm going to hang out with my friends, my brothers, my bandmates, fans. And we're going, to, we're going to drink a few beers and enjoy ourselves. And fuck these terrorists and fuck Hamas and fuck Islam. I will not bow down. 
Now, that's not to say you shouldn't be more aware. Definitely keep your head on a swivel. Be, be aware of your situation. Be aware of your surroundings. Make sure you know what you're doing. And if you, if you have the ability to do so, be armed, okay, legally, in whatever state you're in, and be trained on how to use it. In, in regular situations, tactical situations, how to clear rooms, how to do things like that, these are things that we should be learning how to do because the battle will come to the United States. It's already here. Of the 8 million people that have come across the border since Biden took office and the millions of gotaways and the people of interest and the people on the terrorist watch list and all these people, I guarantee you they're already here. But that doesn't mean you need to live in fear. What you need to do is you need to prepare and be aware and take care of yourself and your family because we all know that law enforcement is ill-informed to you. They want to disarm the United States and disarm the citizenry. Why? Why do I need an AR-15? I'll tell you what. Why do I need? And because these guys, all right? In fact, here, here let, me go, let me go back here. Why do I need an AR-15? Uh, with all these high-cap magazines, you might say, um, well, hey, maybe because Hamas murdered hundreds of civilians and our southern border is wide open to terrorists of like mind, and law enforcement is ill-prepared to protect me and my family. So I am going to protect myself. I'm going to protect my family. I'm going to protect those I love. And if I'm in a public space and people, other people are under threat, I will protect them too. And that's not just hyperbole because these people are fucking zealots. When you, when you have, understand... When you have religious zealots who believe it is their righteous duty to make others bow to their religion or face death, you can't negotiate with that. You can't have peace with that. You, you're not talking the same language. They don't think like you or I, and they cannot be approached in the same civilized framework or mindset. If you try to do that, as soon as they're close enough to, they will stab you. As these kids said earlier, they will run you over with a car. If you're a Christian or a Jew or anybody, they don't even care. They'll, they'll go through, they have priorities. Jews first, Christians next, everybody else after that. Anybody who does not bow a knee to Islam must be, must be dead. That's what they're taught. They're taught it from a very young age. You can't negotiate with that. AOC thinks you can. Check it out. United States, our responsibility is to the stability and the security of the region. That means being able to support, uh, not support, yes, Israel in its defensive capacities, right? In its ability, in, in, in that She's so context. But it also means that the United States has a responsibility to ensure accountability to human rights to prevent the ethnic cleansing of Palestinians and to ensure that horrors do not happen in the names of victims who do not want their tragedy mm. used to justify further violence and injustice. Right. Beautifully. Oh, just, just beautifully said. You're just so amazing, A-O fucking C. <laughs> Why don't you go over there and see how they treat you? Go. I, th I think that AOC should take a trip to Gaza and hang out with the Hamas and Palestinians for a while and just see how cool these people are. Maybe Hamas shouldn't launch rockets from civilian buildings and hospitals and universities. Maybe Hamas shouldn't use human shields. Maybe they shouldn't have invaded, you know, gone into Israel and killed hundreds of innocent people, including women and children. This has nothing to do. This, this is not... Look... Nobody likes the loss of human life, period. I don't. But civilian life, absolutely not. Having said that, war is ugly. War happens. It's not Israel's fault that Hamas came in there and killed a bunch of people and started this shit. I was talking with a, uh, chatting with a woman today. Uh, at least I assume it's a woman. You never know online and you never know, especially nowadays now, right? But it's on Twitter. And she's, she's convinced that this was a false flag, that they knew it was coming, that Israel and the United States allowed this to happen so that they could then go in and destroy Gaza. And they think that we're conspiracy theorists on the right. Not once. I, I tried to say, so are you okay? That are you, You're defending terrorism then is what you're saying, right? What I'm saying is this is a false flag event and this was allowed to happen and it would have never happened if Israel blah, 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 blah. So 
what you're saying is you support the rape and murder of women and children. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. But that's exactly what they're saying. Look, if somebody comes out as a Palestinian apologist or a sympathizer, and I understand there's a difference between Palestinian civilians and Hamas. I get that. But there's also a lot of blurred lines. And, and the fact is, I majority of Palestinians do support Hamas, and they hate Jews. I just showed you a video of what they're teaching their children. They are teaching their children. These are, these are civilians, Palestinian civilians, Palestinian children, who are being taught at a very early age to hate Jews, to hate Christians, to want to stab them with knives, run them over with cars, and join ISIS. So don't sit there and tell me, oh, all the Palestinians are innocent. They're just all innocent people and children. And wah, 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 fucking wah. They're not. A large portion of them are not. But I've digressed. My point is, Hamas is using these people as human shields. This is what they do. They're fucking animals. They don't care about human life. Not even their own. That's how fanatical they are. <laughs> Crazy, right? So, but they'll hide, you know, they'll, 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 like I said, they'll launch their rockets from hospitals, from universities. And then when those hospitals and universities get struck by a bomb, oh, then it's a humanitarian crisis. Then it's the Israelis who are bad. And watch over the coming weeks as this gets worse. That's how the, the focus is going to shift is to Israel being the bad guys. And they're not. AOC talks about uh, anti-Semitic Christian fundamentalism in the U.S. is, is partially to blame. This is, goes along with what I was saying. Don't blame the terrorists. Blame the fucking Christians. <sighs> it's not just Islamic. This, it's not just Jewish. It's also Christian, said AOC. In the United States of America, Christian fundamentalism and nationalism, which has also been extremely anti-Semitic, has also aligned itself with some of the most right-wing and author authoritarian inflammatory powers in the region. Nice use of a bunch of <laughs> explanatives are it's not a coincidence that when Trump was in power he moved the embassy to Jerusalem said Ocasio-Cortez there is a ton of fundamentalist literature around revelations in the Bible that leads people to project incorrectly by the way she's got it all figured out the country that is Israel today is not Israel of the Bible said Ocasio-Cortez the country that is Israel today was established in this century yeah, because they didn't have borders back then, stupid bitch. I'm sorry. She is dumb as a box of fucking rocks. And uh, what's funny, she talks about anti-Semitism when some of her own squad or some of the fucking most radical anti-Semites that there are even that exist. I mean, when, when you look at Ilan Omar, and, and then I'm going to show you some of the tweets that she's put out, you want to talk about anti-Semites, you're too... You're too uh, girlfriends there in the in the so-called fucking squad Rashida Talib unfortunately from my state I live around Seattle and uh, Ilan Omar man these people are whack jobs these are enemies of the state these shouldn't these people should be expelled from Congress they should probably be deported from this country or put in prison they're, they're, these are plants. These are deep plants that have infiltrated our government to advance Islam and hate and to undermine America. They don't love America. They hate America. And they've got no business serving. But it's ironic that AOC goes 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 off about oh it's anti semites that have caused this because of the Christ, the Christians and Jews and, da, 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 da. and then the two of her best buddies are the biggest fucking anti semites around. AOC also said this: here's what we're going to do: we will not allow bigotry to destroy our community and city in this devastating moment. Islamophobia, anti semitism, and victim blaming cannot be tolerated. We will reject it all. Not hard. We must focus on the lives currently at stake. Mm hmm. Meanwhile, 
check this out. This was, she's trying to, Lonamar, they're, they're trying to question her. Or excuse me. Um, yeah. Is this Rashida Tlaib? Yeah, my notes got mixed up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Rashida Tlaib. So trying to question her on her way to her uh, office and trying to get her to denounce the terrorism of Hamas. And she refuses to. Check it out. What a evil, evil person. She has a Palestinian flag outside of her office. She refuses to condemn or even address the fact that they committed atrocious acts and killing innocent women and children. This is a United States congressperson. Again, she needs to be kicked out of Congress, and I, I would take it a step further and kick her out of this country. Ilan Omar is another one who needs to go. She hates this country. She hates what it stands for. She hates everything about it. She is a deep plant of the Islamic State inside of this country that would love nothing more than to take it down and to see all of us dead. She says, instead of continuing unconditional weapons sales and military aid to Israel, I urge the United States at long last to use its diplomatic might to push for peace. Yeah, you know, Trump did that for four fucking years. It was called the Abraham Accords. Kushner went over there and negotiated a peace that nobody ever thought they could because he approached it from a different angle. Rather than trying to tie a trade of land for peace, they just talked about the peace and diplomatic relations first. Let's do one thing at a time here. He approached it differently, and then we'll take a look at the land deal later and he was having success. Apparently, she was asleep. She was so busy talking about Russian collusion and Orange Man bad that she forgot that Orange Man actually did have diplomatic success in the Middle East, more so than any president in recent history. Another tweet, the solution to this horror, as ever, is a negotiated peace with Israeli and Palestinians enjoying equal rights and security guarantees. But again... You can't negotiate with terrorists because you're not even talking the same language. You're not even in the same universe. <laughs> and, and that's the mistake that people, that's a, it's, the mistake is made over and over and over again. These are not rational people. They don't think the same way that we do. You can't go and approach them in the same mindset, in the same framework and think that you'll get a positive response. It's just like kowtowing to Iran and giving them humanitarian aid and letting them sell oil. This is a country that ch chants from their, from their congressional chambers, or whatever, it's not Congress, whatever the hell they call it over there. Death to America. Death to America. Death to the big Satan, the evil, the, the big Satan. You understand that the, the, the mullahs over there, they believe that it is destiny for them to have a holy war and cleanse the earth of all of us, evil people. That means killing us. Why are we supporting them? They should not, they should not get a single red cent of our treasure. And we're going to talk about that coming up here in just a minute. But first, we're going to take a look at uh, something uh, Ben Shapiro said. And I agree with this. And it kind of circles back to, I hate using that term because Jen Pisaki. I need to get that out of my mind. Anyway, I don't agree with a lot of what Ben Shapiro says. And I can only take him in small doses. I follow him. I unfollow him. I follow him. I unfollow him. And I can't really talk because he's talked so fast. I can't even understand what he's saying. And you can do that. 
It's like he tries to get out an entire book's worth of information in one chapter because he has so much stuff in his head that he needs to get out. So I can't really take him. I suppose there's a lot of people out there that only can take me in small doses. But he tweeted this, and I agree with this. Force yourself to look at the videos of what Hamas did over the weekend. Look, this is what moral equivalence brings. Rape of women, kidnapping of children, murder of hundreds of innocents, including full families. Look, for decades, we've been told that to look evil in its face was somehow unsophisticated, that to pretend evil away was an act of intellectual virtue, that to cater to evil, to concede to evil, was the pathway toward a better world. It was all a damn lie. Look. That's why I show these videos. That's why I think free speech, you know, I even uh, advocate, uh, there, there's some radical apologists and terrorist sympathizers on X right now. Fine. It's free speech. It's a free speech platform. You're allowed to say your mind. You're allowed to expose yourselves for the radical, hateful people that you are. Let them show themselves. Let them expose themselves. That's fine. That's fine. So France and Germany also followed. They've outlawed the gathering of, of a, uh, well, they call themselves Palestinian supporters, but they're actually uh, Hamas defenders. They've outlawed it, and this is what happened in France after they outlawed it. This is a country that has allowed unfettered immigration into their country from radical Muslim nations. And then, then this, what do they expect was going to happen? What did they think when they diluted their population with a bunch of people who want to kill them, who want to wipe them off the face of the earth, who want to erase Western civilization and go back and live in the Stone Age and treat women like property? What did they think was going to happen? And you're seeing the same thing in other countries around, around Europe. And unfortunately, you're starting to see it in the United States. You're going to see it a lot more if we don't stop, if we don't close the border now. And I mean close it, complete moratorium, mobilize the military and shut down the border now. Not another single person immigrates into this country until we seal the border, get a handle on what's going on, and deport every single person here that should not be... They, the Biden administration, 99% of the people who have come here seeking asylum, who have come across the border, have been allowed to stay. You can't tell me that 99% of the 8 million people that have come here in the last almost three years now have legitimate asylum claims. They're coming from, I showed you two days ago. They're coming from countries, a lot of them in the Middle East. They're coming from Pakistan. They're coming from Iran. They're coming from Syria. They're coming from China. They're coming from Pakistan. They're coming from Afghanistan as well. And you know that there's, there's a criminal and a terrorist element in there. France tried to respond and, and push back the protesters, you know, marginally successful. It depended on where they were. This was all over the city, by the way. So it wasn't just little little clumps here and there. But you have the same thing going on in the United States. Right here in my home state, the University of Washington has an area called Red Square. <laughs> Imagine that. In Seattle, no way. Yeah, way. So this was uh, on the University of Washington campus. These are people, they're either lost, you know, and they've been sucked into... Uh, whatever the latest protest is, because there, there is that element, obviously, in this country. Or these are radical, radical Islamists who would love nothing better than to see the destruction of the United States of America. Check it out. Yeah, fuck you. That's what I have to say. This next clip is uh, 
So after they, they did this demonstration, there were some Jewish students, went up to a faculty member and they said, why are you allowing this? These people want to kill us. They want us dead. So, so I showed you the, this is at the University of Washington today in, in Seattle. So I just showed you the demonstration that was there in support of Hamas and terrorism. And now we have some Jewish students approaching a faculty member asking, why are you allowing this? It's heart-wrenching. That's here in the United States. I'm not okay with that. I am not okay with people who hate this country. I believe in free speech. Don't get me wrong. But when you have a segment of the society that literally wants to kill you, that's not okay. And that is definitely not free speech. New York Times, leave it to them. Uh, Hamas leaves trail of terror in Israel. This is the same article. They first put it out, and they called Hamas terrorists. And then a short time later, it was updated to say Hamas gunmen because terrorist is too strong of a word. We don't want to paint a brush on actual terrorists and call terrorists actual terrorists. No, no. They're gunmen. It's okay. This is. Let's couch this a little bit. They're not bad people at all. They're not bad people at all. You know, but by the way, uh, on, a, on a side note, defense stocks in the United States have surged this week, uh, surprise, surprise, to the tune of $30 billion in increased value since this weekend. So usually you can follow the money and you can see what's going on. And then you understand why people like Lindsey Graham say the crazy things that they do, right? Because when you look at that, I mean, this, oh, wrong clip, wrong clip. Where's my producer? By the way, uh, got some upgrades coming up to the show here pretty soon that I think everybody's going to like. We're going to we're going to kick it up a notch. We're going to get to the next level. We're going to do some we're going to do some different things. Okay. It, so anyway, so you have Lindsey Graham saying insane things like this. Look at this. This guy, he is a warmonger. This guy is. He, but again, thirty billion dollar increase in the uh, defense stocks just this week. What I would do is I would bomb Iran's oil infrastructure. The money financing terrorism comes from Iran. It's time for this terrorist state to pay a price for financing and supporting all this chaos. Yes, if you're the Iranians, if it were up to me, this war escalates, I'm coming after you. I think this is what I'm trying to clarify here because I, I, I'm wondering us if- Us in Israel, us in Israel. Us, the United States no, and no, Israel- No, I will be crystal clear. The United. So let me just let me just um, let me just understand yeah, you. Yes, just sorry. to be clear, you're saying yeah. that you would want the United States and Israel to bomb Iran, even in the absence you of direct it. evidence of their involvement in this uh, attack. Yeah. Yeah. Are you insane? Are you are you insane? Yo, we're just going to go bomb Iran, man. Fuck, man. Bomb their oil refineries. Bomb their industry. Just bu fucking bomb them. <laughs> this guy, he wants war, man. He is he is insane. This guy needs to go. I, look, I would hate to lose a, a Republican Senate seat and a Senate vote, but damn it, people like that, I don't care. They need to go. If you think like that, 
He just wants to go start a war with Iran. Are you crazy? Then <laughs> you know you know their allies. You know who their allies are, right? China and Russia. Also North Korea. <laughs> what an idiot, man. These are the people we have representing us. You know, look, I'm not, right. don't get me wrong. I am not a defender of Iran. Iran is a horrible, evil empire who, you know, back in the 70s, man, I, they were a beautiful country thriving. Student, their university system was incredibly advanced. Super smart people, women, excuse me, going to college. They're wearing short skirts, man. Looking hot for the 70s anyway. And then the, then the Islamic Revolution came. And they put it into that. Put your burqa on. Shut up. Don't show your skin. Stay out of sight. Don't drive. Don't vote. And if somebody rapes you, we're going to stone you to death because that's your fault. Yeah, these are the animals that we're dealing with. So I don't, I'm no fan of Iran. Not at all. But we can't just go bombing people, man. What the hell is that? That's a George Bush doctrine or some some damn thing. But we should not on the same on the flip side. I do not believe that Iran should be getting a single copper cent of U.S. treasure, not one. I don't care if it's humanitarian needs. I don't care if it whatever it is. And we should not negotiate with them. We should not be trading $6 billion and five high-value Iranian terrorists to get five American. You don't negotiate with terrorist states. There should be a massive oil blockade. It should be enforced. They've gone from selling 6 million barrels to, to, to 30 billion barrels since Biden took office, even though they're not supposed to sell, be able to sell any of it. There needs to be a massive blockade, nothing in or out of Iran, every single asset throughout the entire world frozen, everyone. And not a single cent of any kind for any reason goes to Iran directly or indirectly through Qatar or any other country. Why, why, why are we giving money to a, a, a country that chants death, death to America, man? They want us dead. And we're negotiating with them. We're giving them aid. As if that aid's actually going to the people. You know it's not. You know it's not. It, this, is, this is fucking ridiculous. Speaking of ridiculous, it's time for a little bit of weirdness. We haven't had some weirdness in a while, so we're going to jump in with some weirdness here. Um, first of all, we have number one on the weirdness scale because the, the net report, I, I need to keep that in mind. It's about truth, freedom, and weirdness. Sometimes, man, when we get into these heavy topics, I can forget forget about the weirdness part. So I'm trying. I'm going to try to bring some in here. John Fetterman, first of all, he, he's the number one on the list. <laughs> oh, check this one out. You all should need to know that America is not sending their best and brightest, you know, to Washington, D.C. Uh -huh. And they laugh at yeah. us. <laughs> like, sometimes, sometimes you literally just can't believe, like, you know, these people are making the decisions that are, you know, determining the, the government here. It's, it's, it's actually scary. Yeah, trust us, John. We, we are fucking scared, okay? We, we are scared. We get where you're coming from, dude. Cock about the pot calling the kettle black. Oh, my gosh. Seems like a lot of, in, <laughs> for some reason, man, I live in Washington State. I know I keep saying that, but, man, so much freaking weirdness and so much craziness and so much leftist whack job bullshit comes from the state that I live in. <laughs> I'm glad I don't live in the city. I'm not in the city. I go there as, as little as possible. Um, I'm out in the sticks. But uh, this is up on Capitol Hill. And there's a, preach, a street preacher out there trying to preach the word of God. Uh, it, for those of you that don't know, uh, Capitol Hill is historically and notoriously known as a gay neighborhood, always has been. 
but they were never crazy. It used to just be like, okay, well, it's gay people, so what? And then the uh, LGBT community became the LGBTQ plus IA bullshit. All the other letters started hijacking it, and then it got crazy. So <laughs> this is this is a woman getting the face of a street preacher. Check it out. Problem with Go what home. I'm saying. Go home. I think it's I a woman. I need to preach the word of God Go out here. Home. I need to reach Go people out here. Well, why don't you explain to me why what I'm doing is wrong? Go the fuck home. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna preach. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. No, you're not. Stood by the Holy Spirit. This is the neighborhood. The neighborhood. That's why I need to be here. You need Jesus, ma'am. Alrighty then. Um, <laughs> yeah, she needs more. She 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 definitely needs Jesus. Um, she might want to seek some professional help first. Uh, meanwhile, in the oh my gosh, you know they, they don't even know where the they can't. Just, I'm whatever. The last little bit of weirdness today. Uh, Dylan Mulvey is back in the news, not in the United States, by the way. He's not welcome here. He, I think he got the picture that his debacle with Bud Light didn't turn out too well for uh, him or Bud Light or Anheuser-Busch. They're still down at a massive amount, and Modelo is now the number one beer in the United States. But uh, but he's still good in other countries, man. He can still get his, his, his ego stroked, among other things, stroked maybe. I don't know. I don't even want to think about him stroking. But forget I said that. Rewind. Bam. Okay. Dylan Mulvey is over in England getting getting something done. And, uh, and he won this award, so check it out. The Woman of the Year Award, supported by Virgin Atlantic, goes to Dylan Mulvaney. Hello. And the seals I am so honored to be here with you all tonight. And, you know, some see me as the woman of the year. Some see me as a woman of a year and some change, as I only publicly came out online 560 days ago. And some people don't see me as a woman at all. I know. Which is why receiving this honor from a queer publication like Attitude means so much more to me. Because here's what I've realized. You ready? Okay. So, no matter how hard I try, or what I wear, or what I say, or what surgeries I get, I will never reach an acceptable version of womanhood by those hateful people's standards. You're right. You won't, because you're not a woman. <laughs> okay. Call me hateful. Call me whatever you want. You're not a woman. You can call me. Uh, one thing you, you you definitely cannot call me as a woman because I'm a man. So are you. You should try acting like one sometime. You know, just be gay. <laughs> you're, you're not a fucking woman. Oh, man. Okay. Um, I think we're going to start to wrap it up here. I do. You know, I, I did want to touch on the uh, the fact that they're still trying to airlift people out of out of Israel, Americans that can't get out because commercial flights are becoming fewer and further between. The Biden administration has decided that they're going to do some airlifts if it's anywhere near as successful as Afghanistan. <clears throat> um, anyway, apparently they're going to backcharge people though because if, if you can't get a commercial flight out and you have to take a U.S. government aircraft, they're going to charge those people for the transportation. Uh, they still can't decide that to answer about the $6 billion. Apparently that has now been put on ice, not completely frozen, but just put on ice. They've agreed with Qatar that, because that's where the money is, that none of it will be released to Iran for any reason at all right now. That's good. Okay. All right. And then we have the, the house battle with between Scalise and Jim Jordan. I wanted to get into that a little bit. Unfortunately, I, I dwelled a little too long on, on the Israeli and, uh, Palestine 
slash Hamas conflict. But I mean, that's that's what's going on, man. It's a hot topic and it affects our country too. Like I said, they're calling for jihad against the entire world tomorrow. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Uh, not me. Not this guy. I ain't afraid. I'm cautious. I'm weary. My head's on a swivel. And my powder's dry. But I am not afraid. Okay? Uh, but but the House speakership, and that's another thing I kind of want to get into. The Scalise does not have the votes, the 217 votes it's going to take to get him over the threshold. 24 Republicans have come out now and said they will not vote for him. So it looks like we have another battle on our hands similar to what we had during the uh, during the changeover. And I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Scalise is a war hawk. He supports, I have, I have clips lined up. You can look them up yourself. You can look up his voting record. He supports funding war, period. He particularly thinks that Ukraine is wonderful and thinks that Zelensky is some sort of great saint that we should use as, a, as an example and take care of financially. So he is not the guy. Uh, Scalise is just, he would just be more of the same. He would be uh, another McCarthy, slightly better. Uh, Dan Bongino would say, but it kicks the football a little bit further down the field. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm sorry. Uh, on this point, Dan, you and I disagree. We share a name on this point, and that's it. Um, and Jim Jordan needs to be Speaker of the House. See, because he at least will stop the funding for Ukraine. And I think you're going to see a battle in the House. I think you might see Jim Jordan emerge as a Speaker of the House. But the vote's not happening today. It probably won't happen tomorrow. I think they're going to try to find a consensus first. They don't have a whole bunch of rounds of voting. But who knows? Man, we'll see. It's been exciting. And, you know, it, oh, one more you know, thing. The, the Democrats keep talking about there's a civil war in the Republican Party as if that's a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think we need a civil war in our politics. I think we need a civil war within the Republican Party. I think these rhinos and these uniparty jerks and deep state people need to get the fuck out and make room for the new people. I think the America First and the Freedom Caucus, I think that that is the future of the Republican Party, obviously. So I'm okay. I'm okay with there being a civil war in the Republican Party and think I... In fact, I think there needs to be one. I think there needs to be one. And let's do what the American people want and what the American people, or what the what America needs. Right? All right, anyway, on that note, hey, thanks for watching. If you've just been uh, uh, listening on, on one of the podcasts, like I said, a lot of video up today that it's not going to make a lot of sense if you're just listening audibly. So make sure you check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. See all the video and everything up there. I'm on all the socials at the Nun Report except for TikTok, so I don't do that commie BS. And Twitter, because my initial account that was at the Nun Report got nuked. So just on Twitter, make sure it's at Nun Report. Get rid of the, or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. Anyway, hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers. <laughs>